0: All right, Lady Ada, what is this? Hey,
1: everybody, and welcome to Chantal. Yet again, we are broadcasting from the Ada Fruit Factory. It's me, Lady Ada, with me is Mr. Lady Ada. We're here in downtown Manhattan. Uh, we are fully vaccinated, out, so we don't have masks This on. is the term. out. Two
2: weeks after your second dose you're Vaccinated. We're Vaccinated. teams are Vaccinated. And so uh, we're able to not wear masks here. Um, thank you so much everyone for tuning in uh, throughout the, the last year. There is uh, all sorts of progress going on and uh, we wanted to immediately uh, start doing the shows uh, when we could on site and uh, our team thanks you. So we're here, we're ready. That's right. I went outside, I got a sunburn, all sorts of things happened.
1: Yes, yeah. that's true. Um, I'm a little too. too. Um, all right, so we've got some people coming by Kicking off with Sean here with some Hi, machine, learning. How's Hi, do you know machine learning.
2: Hello, how is everybody doing? How do you know <laughs> I, machine learning? How do you
3: know?
1: told me. Is it know.
3: machine learning, Sean? I wish, I wish, I was actually scrambling today to get something up for machine learning. So it's gonna have to be saved for another time. Right. I. Like I said, it's I all good. Uh-huh. It's all good. I thought it was going to be machine learning, too. I, I was working on the Hadouken project that I showed off a while ago, and I was making it faster, better, stronger. Yeah. And it's, it's like, not quite working. Like, the buttons, I, it, everything works, but, like, the pieces aren't working together, and I'm yeah, very right. frustrated. So I'm going to come back with that project, okay. I promise.
1: Integration, but man, stuff.
3: Exactly. Oh, yeah, that's always the fun part. So uh, for the past couple of weeks for, for DigiKey, I've been working on more Pico things. Yay! And Yay. this is this is the Adafruit right over here, the Adafruit board that's red because it's the Digikey special, the ADXL three four three. Just been playing with Spy and I squared C with that, but the one that I wanted to demo today uh, was I got SD cards working.
1: Yay! Oh. All Which, right, so this is the Pico SDK, or this uh, is a, what, CircuitPython.
3: Uh, uh, MicroPython. I haven't checked in CircuitPython, so I'm okay. assuming I'm assuming it should still work in Cir- CircuitPython. Um, oh. the, the right. sure. we'll, we'll ask Scott later, right? Yeah. The latest update of MicroPython uh, actually includes FatFS, so you don't have to do any wonky rebuilding of MicroPython anymore okay. um, to get, because it originally supported LittleFS, which was like this embedded system only. I don't know much about it, but it, yeah. it you know, I feel like if you lose power during a write, you like hose your entire card. Um, LittleFS supposedly prevents that with like journaling, like you would find on like Linux and whatnot. Um, but it's apparently buggy from what I've read. It's still fairly buggy. So the newest version supports it. It's easy to use with MicroPython. I'm assuming CircuitPython does it, but I will show it work. Let me make sure it's plugged in first of all. And I'm gonna share my screen. Share screen, yay. Wait, not yet. There we go. You can all see me. Okay. So here it it is. in. yep, here it is in the CSDK. Yeah. and uh, it, somebody created a third-party library for it, which was super awesome. This uh, Carl K3 on GitHub. So definitely check that person out. They have this third-party library. You download it, and they're using the Elmchans Fat FS to uh, read and write to files. Yep, yeah, classic yeah. AVR pick old school stuff. And so I'm just going to go ahead and connect. I'll open up a serial terminal, and all I do is press enter. And I know it looks like a whole lot of nothing happened, but this meant huh. that it read and. It writ it writ, writ to the card. That's awesome.
1: Right. <laughs> it, it Good all right, card. sweet. All right. So what's what's the next thing for you? What are you gonna do after this?
3: So so this is like this is gonna be videos to teach people how to use spy, i squared c um, the the SD card, and ideally like it could be a logger, right? Like from yeah. here all the parts are there. You could do a logger. Um I don't know where to go from here, but I'm a ooh, that's a fun one. I'm assuming that from there like once I get logging I can capture data then I can start doing some of the machine learning stuff that I want to do cuz you know it's like magic wand and getting into the, those things um, I know people have gotten TensorFlow Lite running on the Raspberry Pi Pico so maybe that is in the yeah, cards I think for the future Pico
1: SDK they have so yeah
3: Yeah, yeah so that'll be fun. You can
1: get TensorFlow Lite from micro working um, on the Arduino core you know
3: yeah i know the arduino is all embed now they're using embed os yeah for... but this,
1: we're using the phil howard core which is which is a pure c not pure c it's a CC++, okay. plus, but it's like it's a non-embed core it just uses the pico sdk which is actually kind of cool because you can have the pico sdk and then like halfway through i'm like i want to do some PIO stuff and you just put it in and it's like it doesn't know any better
3: yeah that seems to be the way to go because with the embed os like you know i like RTOS stuff but i'm like is an RTOS needed for a lot of these things
1: I you don't really have a choice, um, but yeah, yeah. Be, I don't know. Try it, because then you could take advantage of all the Arduino libraries so we have, like drivers for sensors and things.
3: Yeah, that would be really cool. So, and you said that's for Arduino.
1: Yeah, it's called the Phil Howard core.
3: Phil Howard core. Okay, I'm gonna have to check that one out. I did yeah. not know about that.
1: Yeah, um, we have.
3: Um, it's on. Our, I, there's a link to it on our blog with the video when
1: we yeah. got it going. Um, I just did a, a PR to add uh, fast SPI support for it, so that's how I, that's how I know.
3: Oh, nice. Um, And I do know that like OpenMV when I, I think I demoed OpenMV stuff a while ago on show and tell, and they had um, TensorFlow Lite for micros running on like a MicroPython layer. So I'm hoping to see that supported for many other boards, MicroPython, CircuitPython, where you can just like drop in your your model that you created on like, you know, CoLab or Edge Impulse or whatever, you just drop it in and then your, you know, Python shove data to that model and it gives you inference.
1: Yeah. That's the dream. All right. Well, come, come by next week with more Pico Pico Power.
2: And we'll in, see. Yeah. Uh,
3: Discord. <laughs> Jeppler kindly
2: linked to uh, that repo with the Phil Hauer Arduino oh, yeah. Pico Core. And then last up, tonight, um, we're going to play. Uh, Lamar was in the Microsoft keynote today, and we came up with a really good machine learning demo that was uh, shown, because you probably get tasked the way we do, is like, hey, show a good example of machine learning. It's like, uh. Um, so check it out. It's called the bakery demo. So you might you, you might
3: get a kick out of it. We'll do. Okay.
1: Okay. Bye bye. Thank you bye. all. Thank you, Sean. Next, and Sean's uh, Tim. How Hi, Tim. is it
2: going, Tim? Hello. Very good. Thank You're you. Something cool. I saw a preview. So.
4: Yeah. So this is. Uh, I, I showed this working on a Pi portal a few weeks back, and it's now ready to go, so that other folks can use it. And I have uh, updated it to work with Adafruit IO now. So. Yeah. Um, I've been calling it Design IO. So this on the left side here, this is the main kind of design interface i um, taking a quick step back. Here's like the front page. It's at designiofoamyguy.com. I'll drop a link in the chat in a, in a minute here. Um, but you can make designs and then save them over to the device, uh, essentially. So I have one of my other designs loaded up here. We got the red one on the screen. We got the blue one in the design thing. Mars, um,
1: Mars I, LED. I have
4: uh, webhooks hooked up to Adafruit.io. So you save the webhooks right in here. It's yeah. just come from your feed on that page. Yeah. Uh, and so then you save it. It's gonna automatically update it to uh, Adafruit IO. So if you have a dashboard set up, you can see the image over there. Yeah. And then uh, you can also run the code on CircuitPython and it's listening on the uh, the subscribing channel MQTT and then it oh, will automatically okay. get the new one.
1: Neon blue.
4: Yeah, and then so you can create as many of these different designs as you want. So like I have a bunch of different ones here. We could load up different ones. Um, you can add text if you want. You can add a bunch of uh, images from this Unsplash site. Um, you can add basic shapes. So uh, yeah. make all sorts of cool things and put them on the screens.
1: Looks fun. All right, so
2: nice work. Uh, guide and stuff coming up soon and folks will be able to play around with this. Yeah, for sure. Yep. All
1: okay, right. So Great work. This is a neat, neat use of Adafruit I.L. Yeah. Image transfer. You know how
2: hard this is to do, by the way, like oh, wait, this, why am I
1: writing this down? We don't it
2: do. used to be a really, like, imagine yeah. just, okay, make a website, send it to a device. And luckily, like all this has finally come together. Anyways,
1: yeah. Tim, is it possible for you to put this on like GitHub pages so you don't have to host it on your own, like in case people want to fork so it? So
4: the backend does some stuff. The backend uses mm. PIL and it converts the images um, to get ready to upload. If, if that stuff could get taken care of, then the the front end can definitely live um, in a static page and it could Very send nice. a PNG yeah. uh, to Adafruit IO, but it might be too big is the- Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. To.
1: I know, image magic, every project. All right, cool, thanks Tim.
4: Yeah, thank
2: you.
1: Sweet. All right, good work. All right, next up- We're gonna go to Scott. Let's go to
5: Scott. Hey, Scott. Hello. Uh, First, I want to plug what Tim does. Tim streams uh, every week all of this CircuitPython goodness. So I'll drop the links in the chat there to Tim's YouTube channel, but you should check that out as well. I know that there's a a cult following in the uh, Discord server of people that enjoy those streams a lot. So
1: Tim, thank you,
5: Tim, for doing those as well. Um, Okay, I wanted to show some Bluetooth stuff. So let me switch my um, thing. And while I'm doing that, I just remembered, I need to plug that my stream is on Thursday this week. That's right. And I've made a discord. Um, I've made a discord role for folks who want to watch my stream in case I need to ping you to tell you, I changed my mind on what day I'm going to do it. Uh, so ping me on discord and I'll add you to that. If you want to get notified when, uh, things change. Okay. So what I've got here is I've got, uh, Feather nrf52840 that's J-linked to my computer. And the USB is active as well. That's what the screen is. And now, if you, could you get the bigger? I'm going to try to show my phone at the same time. So it just flashed briefly. But this is the glider app that uh, Antonia has been working on. And I think we'll see the demo earlier. But um, I've actually got some of it kind of working. Uh, so I think if I hit uh, 2, we'll change the file name. And if I hit right. It looks like it worked, um, and then once you write a file, it reconnects. And so I re- reconnected, and I think delete works as well. Read um, doesn't work so doesn't work so well. So if I hit one and then hit read file, well, it didn't crash, which is better than what it usually does. Uh, so yeah, working on that, um, trying to trying to get the BLE workflow life uh, actually polished up so that we can release. Uh, Circuit Python with that.
1: All right, okay. looking good. More added every week. Last week was just read and write file. Now you can delete files.
5: Yep. And on my on my stream, I wasn't even able to like do the advertising, so that that was a big step as well. Big it's steps. actually getting connected.
1: Okay. Cool. All right. Tune All right.
2: in tomorrow to Scott's deep dive.
1: Thank mm-hmm. you, Scott. Next up, you now Pedro. Hey guys. Hey folks. Hey. hey.
6: All right. So super simple little adapter that uh, PT actually had that I- idea for this one. Um, he saw that the little Neil Trinky keys had like a little bit of wobbling going on on some of the USB hubs. So it just made a simple little, uh, I guess it's like a USB shell, is what they call it, like the rest of the yeah. part for the USB. So it right slips term. right on. Yeah, slips shows. right on, goes in there, and you don't have any more wiggliness. Okay. So, on, of course, all of the USB based, like the Trinkies, so all the buttons, you can get all, all those without having any of that little wonkiness going on. And super simple uh, print it takes about like three minutes to print, but it took like two days to design because I was trying to do like all these crazy like uh, wedges. Yeah, I know all these like crazy wedges to try to, you know, have it not wiggle and it just made it like fall out. So um, this week on 3D Hangouts, we did a little trinky case and I just have that built into the cover here. So you have the same sort of stabilization on there. And uh, we showed the guide as well, and a bunch of like design tips on how to model something so tiny. Because when you're modeling in you know this sort of space, like the scale, everything is gets thrown off. Because that itty bitty, like there's a bunch of chamfers yeah. and all these edges and all these like rails. Wow, that looks great. Yeah, so we showed that off on three hangouts. If you guys want to check that out, and we'll release a video for this uh, next week.
2: Great. Yep, this week on Ask an Engineer, we're going to show the Funhouse video you did and a speed up. And folks, you tune into your show next week, 3D Hangouts, every Wednesday. Thanks.
1: All right. right. Thank you, Nan Pedro. Next up, Jeppler and Jeppler in Spain. Hi.
7: Yeah. So um, as I think I was doing the last time I came on Show & Tell, I've been working on getting the ESP32 S2 to work uh, with RGB matrix. So what's under there is actually the Metro, but here's the Kaluga. It's different microcontroller, same code. So... um, And what I'm showing is the coordinates of the International Space Station, according to some web service, updated every five seconds. And I think what's exciting about this is you get the RGB matrix, you get the Wi-Fi, and you don't have to deal with kind of those problems that come with airlift. So the bugs are really close to being worked out on this one, and we'll put it in CircuitPython 7 way, way, way pre-alpha very soon.
1: Okay, all right. And this is ISS space station. That's the
7: ISS. It's space not a station,
2: cryptocurrency yeah. uh, <laughs> amount right now. Just everyone.
7: No, month. no. Those are those are deeply divisive right now. Right. So now everyone it, can agree on the space station.
1: We and all agree. Well, uh, no,
2: Jeff. Where I'm going to get an email and say that's not real either. Don't worry. <laughs> Don't, (laughs) it's already on its way.
1: The people like it's not really orbit, it's not, yeah.
2: But thanks for showing this is a good example of getting live data displaying it, yeah. How
7: easy it is, okay. I think you could do a bunch of other stuff because there's a lot of it's It's like
1: it's zipping,
7: that's right. Yeah, that's the whole point. we can watch it go around the earth if we want, but we should probably, you know,
1: (laughs) don't stand to the sun. All right, all right, thank
7: you. All
2: right, good night. Let's go to JP. JP, what you got going on? Hey, JP. Hey guys, uh,
8: I'm just having fun playing around with this uh, Neo Trinky 2, which is a uh, feather wing that adds two mechanical key switches that have the underlit uh, NeoPixels to uh, a feather. And what I've put this on right now is a feather NRF52840 and I'm running some circuit Python code that allows it to work over BLE, Bluetooth, uh, as a MIDI controller. So if you've ever, had a song you wanted to play that only has two notes, then I've got you covered. So. uh, So that's playing over this uh, iPad over here, which is running the Moog Animog. A bunch of Moog apps got uh, made free in honor of Bob Moog's birthday this past week. So uh, I haven't had this one before, so it was fun to try that out. Uh, And it's pretty simple. I actually was able to reuse a bunch of the code from my uh, BLE, power glove, and uh, just change it instead of being knob type control changes, just a couple of note on note offs. And, uh, and now we can play the beginning of Beat It.
1: Yeah. That was, that's, that's impressive. I <laughs> I'm <a little laughs> didn't know you had that in yet. Um, <laughs> so
2: tomorrow, JP's workshop, and also uh, tonight we'll be showing a little bit of highlight from that project and right more Circuit Python Parsec.
8: Super, right. yeah, stop by tomorrow, got a, a different project I'll be starting and uh, this one might make a, a comeback some other time. So just right. around, playing around okay. with this one.
1: Thanks, JP. Cool. Next Hi, Liz. So, Liz. Liz. How's it going, Liz? Hey, Liz. Hey, how's it going? Um, I just have a really
4: uh, kind of simple demo. Uh, it's the Arduino Nano RP2040 Connect. Um, and just when I press the button, the onboard LED goes on. Um, Sweet. And then there's a count for the REPL just to prove it's working in CircuitPython. Because uh, the past week I worked on doing a PR and I want to thank you for um, doing that little extra uh, work there to get all the pins yes. um, set. Uh,
1: that
4: was the first time I've done something like that. So big thank you to everyone who does Circuit Python. You make stuff.
1: the cake. I just I just clean up the frosting a little bit. I, I
4: appreciate it. CircuitPython.org
2: <laughs> <laughs> slash downloads now has the Arduino Nano Connect there. Yeah. You can run yes. CircuitPython on it. So check it out everybody.
1: All right, thanks, yeah. Liz, and thanks for for doing that. You 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 got your RP twenty connected for There
2: are people that said I will not use that board until CircuitPython comes out for it, and now they can.
1: Yep, and Wi-Fi works for it too. So it's a it's a great it's a great all-in-one sensing Wi-Fi board and a really good deal. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All yeah. right, well, thanks for coming by, Liz. Cool. Of course, have all a right. good one. Keep rocking out.
2: Next up, we're gonna go to Matty uh, Matt P, and then we're gonna
0: go to Bill.
1: Hello, Matt. <laughs> How's it going? Hey. Hey everyone, can y'all hear me? Yeah, yeah,
0: you sound great hey um yeah i'm i'm in dc and i'm just learning how to build robots and uh this is my latest project let's see if this works um this is a it's like a 12 volt light lamp for like your earlier version but um that's cool let me see. They're remote-controlled. i trying to get these. Okay, here we go. This is like so I got telling, a little... It's like a
1: pantel zoom thing that you're hand controlling.
0: Yeah, so this is kind of the controller that I've yet to like put together for real, yeah. but there's a NRF transmitter and then there's a joystick. And then inside our nano, uh, Arduino nano and another RF. And then I have like two 70 server motors and it's just powered off. And there's like different modes that I'm still trying to work out. Mm-hmm. And um, I have the two lights. And I need to reset this. But the idea is that this thing will s- sit on my roof rack. And um, I have a different mode where I have a, this is a, just an accelerometer. And so if I tilt it one way, the lights wow. go on and I tilt it That's cool. the other way. But- of the way the car um, but I think I'm going to try to uh, just get like a potentiometer on this the steering wheel shaft so that when I take a left the lights will turn left and such and so you know it's like an um, advanced
2: form of like puppetry and also like car stuff good
0: work
1: I'm digging it yeah. those are so bright too um,
0: yeah they're really right, bright um, so yeah awesome thanks. good work
2: thanks for coming by and when you're finished could you uh, or even in, in progress come back so we could see how it is on the car
0: yeah cool maybe next week all
1: right, all right sweet. thanks so much
0: matt thanks matt.
1: all
2: right take care all right nice bill play us out how's it going good, cool. to hey, how you?
0: You good to see you good
2: to see
9: you and uh Lamore, great work on uh automating the pinouts i'm so glad i never had to make another one of those it's yeah
1: i was like i didn't want to do that either so i was like no. that's let's write. let's write a, a so lot of time on code to make sure i don't have to do it by hand so oh, kelly's been doing them and it's worked out i mean there's it's it's a little bit finicky, but uh, you know, 90% of the work gets done for you. And that's, yeah, absolutely. that's what's important.
9: Those, those are, I, I did a couple, but I don't wanna do any anymore. Yeah. Um, so um, we have cool stuff. I got lots of cool stuff, but I'm only gonna do a couple. Um, we had a request by the guy on the screen, uh, Ian Price, who's in Vancouver. I think he's in Vancouver, he's in Canada. Um, he actually goes sailing. He has the same um, disability that Chris Young has, SMA, spinal muscular atrophy type two. And he reached out to a sailing club that works with uh, Adaptive Sailing, and this is about three years ago, I guess, and said, hey, I want to go sailing, and they made it work. They, they got an automated tiller and an automated winch for the sail. Uh, there's a great video on the bottom there that's not mine. It's been out for, for a couple of years. And he's been in our group for a while, but he, he reached out and said, um, the uh, disease has, pro- has progressed to the point where he can no longer activate two uh, switches on each hand. Uh, which is what he's got. He had a setup that looked like this, where he could actually you uh, connect the A to, to B or the A to C, depending on whether he wanted to move left or right. And that's not working anymore. So he asked if we could help. And I said, yep, because I've solved this problem before with Ella. And we did it with this mess. And I hate these things. I hate relays with a bleeding passion at this point, because like, I made a mistake and put them in line, which causes them to trip each other and yeah. they activate with with the ballast from a fluorescent light will trigger these things and it's, it's just a disaster so i found i said i'll be happy to do it but i want to take the advantage of this and find a solid state solution and we did and these things right here right here are uh pvt 322 they are solid state relays but they're not the big expensive ones that can actually like run your your you know mains power, they are little signal ones, which is great. And they let you go in either direction. That's the problem we have is that the polarity on most of them, they only, they still want ground to be ground, right? Um, so I was able to make this work. I made a, a little perf board. I'm going to send them this one to, to test out. And so now what he can do, what he asked for, um, that's just a close up, was basically, if you want to go to my camera, I'll show you the live demo. Uh, what he wants what he asked for was he wanted um to me, uh, can you uh, turn off the sharing there yeah. go oh, thank you um so what he wanted to be able to do was to use um uh the same switches he had on his hands and i'm kind of cheating um so he wanted that if you uh, uh pressed it once it went right, and if you tapped and pressed it left, it would go left. Mm. And then the other one works the same way. So if you, uh, and then if you double tap, it goes the other way, and you can hold it as long as you want, right? But basically, with just one switch and a little bit of logic, I mean, we are talking about thirty lines of code in in Circuit Python, uh, running on uh, the the. It's a it's a feather. I probably will switch this to the RP twenty forty. Just because I have, I have other uses for the Bluetooth one.
0: Yeah.
9: Um, with just that little bit of 20 lines of code, we can totally make this work. So yeah. I love this. Um, the other big thing that, uh, if you want to, let me switch my camera. Sorry. The other big thing that's happening, and this isn't done yet, but it will be, is that Dan Halbert just finished the um, dynamic USB uh, edition to CircuitPython. I think it went in yesterday. I'm sure, L'amour, you're up to speed on that, Um, but we have all these stupid XAC um, designs that have required using my custom build of CircuitPython for the last year and a half while we waited for Microsoft to fix the USB stack. They haven't fixed theirs, but with this change to CircuitPython, I think I don't need to have a custom build anymore. So I'm really kind of excited about that. Oh, okay. Yeah
1: out.
2: When are you
9: gonna try that out? Uh, well, I was supposed to have it done before show and tell. All
2: right. Well, let us know
1: if next it worked out. out. Next, so
9: you next wanna, show. You may want to try it on an RP 2040
1: twenty forty first to get more memory and get it. You know what I mean? Like, and then backport to the Circuit Playground Express.
9: Yeah, it doesn't have to be this one. If I can get, um, if I can get the old, we CircuitPython used to have a built-in XAC gamepad, which yeah. was a, a was not enabled by default, but I could make my build work. If I can get that descriptor to work and use my version of the GamePad Python code, which just changes, it's silly. They they only allow you to have one joystick. They only allow you to have yeah. uh, eight buttons. Uh, so it's not a big change. It should work. And I'm really excited about it because it means all that stuff can now be published because you don't have to go download something that won't ever be updated again. And, and yeah. Yeah. You get all
1: the bug fixes and updates. All right, sweet. All right, well, that yeah, yeah we're we're finally getting to a bunch of USB stuff. Dan yeah. spent a really. long time. And Dan, on Dan,
9: that. Dan kicked butt on that. I hope I yeah. hope it works as well as it looks like it's going to.
1: Yeah, it works. It works really well. All right, yeah, well, just thanks. be careful. You can lock yourself out if you disable I, everything.
9: Yes, so, I'm no, inter- I'm not turning off the 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 MS the uh, mass storage until I'm certain I understand
1: yeah. it. Yeah. Okay, cool. All, All right, right, well, that's yeah. everybody. Bill,
2: yeah. thanks so much, and good to see you again.
1: Good to see yeah, you. Hope you're feeling you better. All right. Yeah, I'm
9: feeling great. I can't yeah. get the, the vaccine until June 15th, but I will on June
2: 16th.
1: You're getting mega so. max vaxxed.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. i right, think for it. To...
2: Yeah. We're, the term is vaccination. remember? That's yeah, but he's going to be
1: max, vax maxed. But, uh, Yeah,
9: yeah. It, it's kind of weird. You can't get it. You can get it, but it won't do anything if you've got the artificial antibodies in you. So yeah. the va- vaccine doesn't do anything to you, so it's just a waste of time. So. Yeah. yeah. June fifteenth.
2: Right. Okay. June fifteenth countdown. You can make a countdown thing about circuit five. I I can if I had time. All right. Thanks All right. everybody. Bye, thanks for
1: coming by. Thank
2: you so much everybody. This is show and tell. We're here every single week, some 30 p.m. Eastern time. Thank you so much for making this best half an hour of our week
0: every single week. Ask an engineer starts in two minutes. We'll see everybody soon.
1: Thanks everybody. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.